right, I've got Lucas on the line. He's another musician that reached out about the interview session. So I'm going to go ahead and give him the chance to introduce himself. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm Lucas, uh, just a singer-songwriter from uh, Missouri. Uh, been playing professionally. I, I say that with serious quotation marks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for for around three three and a half years now, but I've I've been doing gigs since I was like fifteen. I'm twenty now, about to be twenty one. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a it's a something I've always kind of grown up around. Uh, and uh, oh man, I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> All right, no, that's that's great. Uh, so uh, on that note, uh, you were about to touch base on you know uh, you growing up with it and everything. So tell me about how you kind of first came in contact with music, how did you discover it and you know, what about it made you want to pursue it? Right. Yeah. So, uh, I, I grew up in it. Both of my parents were, uh, were musicians. My dad was a drummer and he also kind of played guitar. Um, and my mom was a, was a singer in a few bands just while they were growing up and, and while they're in high school and college and everything, but, uh, they, they both also just kind of heavily influenced my music taste throughout the entire time I was growing up where my mom, she's, she made me into a, a really big Prince fan, but she also, you know, was all over the place with like the Goo Goo Dolls and all kinds of eighties hair metal and very just kind of, um, broad horizon of music that she's into and then my dad was also the same way he would he would listen to anything from uh like jack johnson to slayer pretty much so um i kind of i kind of grew up with with two parents that that were able to show me kind of everything in between that music has to offer and and i have them to thank a lot for for my entire music taste and the willingness to kind of want to find new things in it instead of just, I know a lot of people can get comfortable in a genre or just want to hang out in that. But I, I fairly try to do the best I can to find something to appreciate in, in all music, whether it's, you know, like bubblegum pop or like outlaw country, like I'll, I'll listen to any of it and try to find something in it that, that I can enjoy and that I can learn from and, and maybe eventually try to incorporate into my own. Sure. So tell me about the transition from being influenced by, you know, musical parents and growing up around it to uh, beginning to learn an instrument. Yeah, that was it. That was the tough part in the beginning. Uh, my dad uh, got me a, a little uh, Squire Stratocaster from a pawn shop whenever I was like nine, I think. And my fingers were not ready for a guitar at, at that point. Um, I, I played it for probably that night. And then, um, like, like a lot of younger kids do, you know, you get distracted by something else and, and go off and do your thing. And it just kind of sat in the corner of my room, but you know, I'd, I'd always been a big fan of listening to music and I started to get into poetry because of school and everything. And that really started to turn into an outlet for me as I was getting older and eventually I, I kind of found my way back to the guitar because, uh, because of my dad, I, I remember we were coming home from like a, a family thing or something. And I was like, dad, I, I don't think I can play the guitar, but maybe we could get a bass because I was just like thinking it'd be easier since it had four strings instead of six. But, you know, it's, it's definitely not any easier or anything like that, but, uh, 
that that was my ideology at that point. And he was like, well, how about, how about you, you really sit down and, and try to give this a shot. And, you know, if you, if you still hate it after you really give it a try, then we can, we can look into that. And, uh, and I was like, all right. And he, he, uh, got it out, got it tuned up for me, got all the dust off of it and, uh, showed me how to play like the most like plain Jane way that you could play hysteria by Def Leppard. But I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I was like, that's, that's like right when the bug bit me for music, man. And I was like, I thought it was so crazy, but I was only playing like, I had my three fingers on the guitar and it was just some like little strumming pattern, but it sounded close enough that, you know, it was, it was feeling like a rock star from that point. And, uh, from there on, I kind of went in and out with it, but around the time I was a freshman in high school, my dad had kind of came back and showed me how to play some, some open chords with like C and G and everything. And, um, and then that's when I was like, whoa, like the moment that he, that I was able to sit down and focus on that. And that I saw that that's when I was like, okay, I can, I can take this, this poetry stuff that I've been kind of doing in school and, and maybe write some music with it. And, uh, I had those chords down, but then the next challenge was learning to write to that and learning to sing and play it at the same time. And, uh, I was, I was just talking to somebody today about this, actually, about teaching myself kind of how to sing and play. And as you can hear, I got kind of a higher pitched voice and it was a lot higher pitched at that point. Um, but I, I decided that I was I was really digging Johnny Cash at that point. And uh, I, I picked up uh, Folsom Prison Blues. And that's kind of the song that I taught myself how to sing and play with just because I could kind of keep up with with the rhythm. Uh, the percussive rhythm that Johnny Cash was playing and uh, the the thing that kind of gives it that locomotive sound. And uh, I slowly kind of got comfortable with that. And that's the song that kind of taught me how to sing and play. But uh, my mom helped me with a lot of my confidence as far as singing goes. I, um, I kind of started out all over the place vocally. I, I didn't really know how to control anything and that's gotten better as I've gotten older, but um, yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a journey to get to this point. And a lot of the times, like whenever I'm playing, it's, it's hard to believe that I'm like, I, I have to like pinch myself sometimes if I do something that's cool. Cause I'm like, a lot of times I don't even know how I got to that point. Or imposter syndrome is very, it's a real thing for musicians. Yeah. Well, tell me about how you kind of uh, moved to the point where uh, you started recording the stuff that you're putting together. You mentioned that you began uh, putting music to your poems and stuff. Uh, what came after that? I assume there was some sort of rudimentary recording happening. So uh, we had this old MacBook, like a, a really old MacBook. And because uh, I, I tried doing it on my phone with the garage band, and it's just, for some reason, phone garage band is way harder for me to use than computer garage band. Um, but I found that Mac and the issue with it was, is that like every like hour that you had it running, like it would just randomly die. Like it would just shut off because it overheat or something. And, uh, it, it created a new challenge <laughs> just with also trying to learn how to use the, the software and everything, but also having to kind of 
anticipate the computer just giving out. So I had to save it before that, or I'd lose everything. Um, but the, the early stages of that were just kind of working on recording and trying to figure out how to learn how to use the software, but also how to like learn with a metronome and everything. Cause that was something that I wasn't familiar with for a long time. And, um, uh, and, and trying to make the, the best thing that I can. And I, I definitely still have a lot of work and, and learning to do with GarageBand, but I've got a lot of friends who, who are pretty knowledgeable on it and have helped me out a lot along the way. And uh, I just try to soak up the knowledge I can from it. Awesome. So tell me about kind of where you are now. Uh, are you still trying to figure out GarageBand or are you putting out releases now? What's kind of your current set that you're at? Uh, right now I have a an album written pretty much, but it seems like I keep adding songs to it. I really need to just kind of sit down and focus on it. But uh, I've, got a, I've got a whole album written. I've got kind of a plan for the singles I want to get released. It's just kind of getting together with the right people at the right times to, to kind of lay it down and get it recorded. Um, it's, it's something I'm really excited about. I've posted a few snippets of, uh, what I'm planning to do for the single on all of my social media. It's, uh, I've been doing these like lyric visualizers and, uh, trying to just kind of get the bug in people's ears. Like, Oh, this is, this is what's coming. It's just, uh, trying to, to figure out the right time. And I want to make sure that it's it's the best quality that I can get as of right now. Because whenever I was younger and whenever I was first starting out, I would get so excited. Like, you know, I'd, I'd get done recording something and then right away I'm like, all right, I got to post it on SoundCloud. I got to get it up. I got to send it to 100 people. Like, I'd, I just, I get really excited really fast whenever something's coming together. And then a lot of the times, like a week or so later when I've listened to the song like 100 times, I'm like, oh man, I really should have you know, sat down with that a little longer and been like, sure. been a little more focused on it just cause I, I get so excited about it. So, uh, there's, there's a few people, uh, that, that I'm, I'm close with that if you saw them or if you were talking to them about this subject, they'd be like, yeah, he's always like sending me these MP3 files at like two in the morning asking me what I think of them. But, but, uh, but I, I've gotten a little better about being patient to to pull the trigger on posting stuff but also at its own fault i haven't really been putting out as many releases as i would have liked but uh a lot of the stuff like all my shows for the most part i play by myself um i've been trying to get a band together for a few years but i just haven't had much luck with getting anything to stick or getting schedules to line up so it's just kind of been the way things have gone but i've got a buddy uh Isaiah Diaz, he's, he's one of my, one of my best friends. And we've been, we've been working together for a long time, just, you know, hanging out, being friends, but also he's an amazing guitar player. And, uh, he's hopefully I'm going to be able to get him on to, uh, work on this album with me and, uh, whoever else comes along the way, I'm excited to meet him and, uh, excited to see what they can add to it. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I'm personally going to record the album myself. I'm probably going to try to reach out to one of my friends that has a studio and try to get in there for that because I know there's just some things that are out of my capabilities for sure. All right. Well, so tell me about um, some of your favorite memories that stand out to you that help keep you motivated about your you know experiences with music. Yeah, um, 
this year has been a little bit different than last year. Last year I played around 40 shows. And, uh, then at the very end of last year, uh, I noticed like a, I was at, uh, my dad's birthday party and I hadn't seen him in a while. And he noticed like a lump on my throat and I was like, Oh, that's my Adam's apple. And he's like, no, it's not. And it ended up being a bunch of doctor's visits, but it turned out that I had a thyroglossal cyst, uh, the size of a golf ball in my throat. And, uh, yeah, at the very end of last year, I had, I just worked with, uh, a few of my, my friends on planning a couple benefit concerts, uh, for the hurricane Ian relief fund. And we were really excited about that, but all of the planning for that started just about the time I found out about this cyst in my throat. And, um, I'd been noticing some, a little bit of like voice fatigue, but as it got later into the year, it just kind of got worse. And by the time we got to these shows, you know, my voice was getting kind of, it was, it was a little bit harder for me to sing and everything, but thankfully I was able to get through them and we were able to raise some money and, and everything. And it was a, it was a great time. I met so many cool people there and like memory wise, it's just all the people that I've gotten to meet from the day that I started performing on a stage to this point is just so awesome. There's so many cool people and everybody that's out to support and everybody that's been supportive of my career and all of my friends' careers. It's, it's just been such a amazing experience getting to meet all these people and hear their stories and to get their input on the things that I've been working on and all the things that they've taught me. Um, but yeah, the, I had the, I'm all over the place. Like I, I always just bounce <laughs> around, but, uh, That's okay. um, but yeah, we, I ended up having to have a surgery and they removed the middle of my hyoid bone, a piece of my thyroid and, uh, they took out the cyst. And then at the beginning of this year, I was on vocal rest for a little while and, uh, I got behind on some booking stuff and it was, you know, I was kind of just trying to relearn how to sing with everything being different now. And this year has been so amazing. I've gotten to be a part of a lot of really cool charity events, um, this year. And I've got to play some shows in places I hadn't played before. And, uh, like I said, I've got to meet a lot of really cool people along the way. So, um, since you're getting back out there, starting to do shows again and getting back into the habit of it, uh, where can people find you and follow you and check out the album that you're uh, working on and then also come and see you? The best place to find anything is on Facebook, uh, at Lucas dash update showtimes and more. Um, that's pretty much where I post everything, uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, shows I got coming up uh, behind the scenes stuff for working on everything. And, uh, the cool thing about it is that it's a community space. So if anybody comes to my shows, um, and they take any pictures or videos at them, they can post in the group and everybody can kind of be like, Oh yeah, I was there too. Blah, blah, blah. And it's, that's something I really wanted to prioritize is making a community place where all the people who are there can, you know, I can talk to them. I can interact with them and they can also interact with each other. But, uh, also you can find me on Instagram at, uh, the local space cowboy. That's kind of my, it's my personal Instagram, but I post a little bit of everything. Uh, I go to a pretty decent amount of concerts too. And I post pictures from those and 
also stuff with my own uh, music and everything on there too. All right, perfect. Um, so I always like to give the person I'm interviewing the opportunity to put out their last word. So what's a message that you want to throw out there that you think other people should hear? All right. Uh, well, this quote has been in and out of my life a lot um, as I've been kind of going through everything. And it was my senior quote in high school. And uh, I, I think about it a lot. Uh, and like I said earlier, I was, I'm a big Prince fan. Uh, but uh, Prince said, uh, sometimes it takes years to become an overnight success. And uh, I'm a I'm a big person for beating myself up about a lot of things. And, uh, you know, wanting to, like I said, I'll, I'll be making something and I instantly want to send it to everybody. I instantly want to post it. But, you know, I've I've been trying to work a lot on being patient in the creative process and trying to, you know, focus on quality over quantity and also just trying to appreciate the moments in between because there's a lot of really cool things that happen that you don't really recognize until after they've happened. So I've been trying to focus more on those moments lately. 